the time when the world turned their back on men. Men with a dream and savage yearning within them. Legions compelled by a passion that knows no boundary. A consuming flame that defies plausible explanation. Battling the forces of domestication, they find the courage to band together to experience the awesome power of Commandeered by the secret society, no man. Gonna go to a place like a shot in the beer, steak man. Saying we can stop, get pancakes, and then we'll get laid, all right? Why do you drink ice cold beer on the hot day? Mr. Clayman, what else are you gonna do with it? To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. from my cave in Ontario, Canada, amidst a, a, a massive blizzard vortex polar, I am Mr. Wednesday Night DK. And live from New York, where it's not so much snow, just I think there's a tiny bit coming later on, I am Sir Big B. You, you're going to get it, trust me. Well, so far it's been like 70 this winter. Oh, fuck. We got like this, I don't know, we're in this pocket of like minus whatever. Well, that's, I mean, you are in Canada. I know, but I feel like, like I'm in like, uh, what's that town? Fosboro, North Dakota. Faro. Uh, well, there's Barrow, Alaska, which is whatever. always like, you know, negative a thousand. And, but you, I mean, you're in Canada. You, you're like negative in July. Yeah, I know, but Christmas, was, we, we were like in shorts and we were playing, uh, you know, catch and stuff. It was, we've been spoiled. Yeah, well, yeah, Christmas Eve, I, I spent sweating. That's because of the whiskey. Good Irish whiskey. Whiskey. He's got whiskey tonight, folks. I have, I have one beer, one Sam Adams Oktoberfest. And who who I, would come to the cave with one fucking beer? I got like six lined up here. Well, you, you forget. I, I do a show on Monday, so a lot of beer goes on Monday, and I forget to replenish. I realize that. Monday, have, Tuesday, I have, Wednesday. I have my whiskey. You're not a very good alcoholic. I mean, you need to plan. Well, I mean, I, how bad of an alcoholic am I if I have an entire bottle of Irish whiskey with me? That's good, though. You should have a wickle. Get some pickle juice. Oh, no. I'll leave that for a freaking stew. A big shout-out to uh, Choo Choo Stew and uh, Cave Fan Run. 
Hi, Ron. Hello, Ronnie. Hi, Ronnie. Hope you got Hi, some Stan. beers, brother. <coughs> Don't be smoking any of that funny stuff. So, so tonight we 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 got a busy night. But uh, we are live now on CaveCrewRadio.com. Yes, this is our first night. We're just launching the website. Our own home. Yep. And there's lots that's going to be built on it, but uh, it's going to be as famous as the Facebook group. And you must join the Facebook group. Yeah, I mean, there's tags all over the web page. You just click on it, you hit join, someone will approve you. And then, and, and this, we've got our, our um, reporter of the week uh, coming up. And um, I noticed Stu put a story in, but we got to defer that to next week. So it'll be eligible for next week. But um, it's getting really tough to choose. There are so it just goes to show you how much how stupid people are out there. How how weird the world is, how great our fans are. Oh yes, well. And and, and how demented just like me and you were we we don't need a support group. No. We do we don't need a fucking twelve step program. Well, I mean let let's let's think about this. When we first started, who was our I would have to say, uh, kind of our first fan, a psychotic from train driver from England. Right, the train driver who 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 confessed to knocking over a guy in the tube. I don't think he's ever been convicted because he he, he pleaded insanity. He's been lost in the woods. He he's lost his underwear. He's lost his dog. He's he, he has a Doctor Doolittle Zoo in front of his house. He's killed fish with vomit. Yes. He's dated women missing various body parts. But he's not alone. No. None of us are. None of us are alone. Wait till you get to tonight, folks. When we get past uh, Brian's pee break, we're going to make some uh, uh, phone calls. Because we are socially conscious here in the cave. And and in, in Canada more so than the U.S., Perhaps in the UK and, and other places in Europe, we are accepting massive amounts of Syrian refugees. Now, as you may or may not know, they get a lot of government sponsorship when they come into the country. And, and also, they, they don't feel bad when there's a lot of them living in a very small dwelling. Right. Like in a one-room apartment, there's like 35 of them. Right. So we only have 11. May or may not be ISIS. Well, I mean, we are representing the uh, GEI. We're sponsors. Right? Is that is that what it is? Yeah. What did you say? GEI? I lost it. G-I-A-H. Yes. G-I-A-H. I don't know what the G stands for. Give. Oh yes, give ISIS another chance. So you're missing the C. Oh, I didn't. I thought it was. Or another ISIS. home. Yeah, you're right. G I A H. Yeah. See, we were supposed to do it last week, but we didn't have time. So I was on my deathbed. 
So we're calling Calgary, Alberta tonight, <laughs> which I, I posted an article in uh, in the Facebook page in which they just had a problem with some of their Muslim refugees shooting up a bar. So, but you know what? Give hope a chance. You know, and especially doing it in Canada because Canada Canadians will apologize for everything. Yeah, and but uh, nice about anything. That may change. Yeah, we'll see. With these immigrants coming in, but that was my favorite. I saw the the Facebook post that the, the post that you uh, put up on Facebook, and somebody asked if if the Canadians apologized apologized for pissing off the Muslims. <laughs> Probably did right. I, I like. I can't get into it because we don't have enough time tonight. But I'll tell you, man. There's there, there's things about, you know, like, you know, as a normal human being, if you wear a hat to a, your grandma's dinner table, it's very courteous to to remove it for Sunday dinner. Right. Okay. So imagine the higher courts of of Canada or or anywhere else in the world that. These these people feel they don't need to remove their burkas or whatever the fuck those sheets they wear on their head mm. because, you know, it's a religious right. But I'm pretty sure if I got arrested, I'd have to remove my gold crucifix well, and, and, and put it in a little gold bag. You forget one thing. If you look down at your hand, you can see what color it is. And that'll be your problem. Yeah. Again, yeah. White Anglo-Saxon male. Mm. Worst thing to be. Anywho, before we move on to our uh, news stories, because we got to get to them and get into the calls. Yes. This fucking Powerball lottery will still not be won. It's $1.3 billion. One point five now. It's one point five billion dollars. Okay, which works out to uh, seven hundred and fifty million. After you pay the taxes, is about what three seventy five. Uh, yeah, twelve dollars and eight cents. Which is, I mean, it's it's nothing to shoot at. But who is this idiot doing the math, telling us that there's there's two hundred million people or two hundred thirty million people in the United States? Oh and yeah. If, I, if we divide it equally. They'd all have four point three three million. No, they wouldn't. And, no. I, and I posted on the Facebook page. I did. I did a math lesson for everybody. So it was one point three billion dollars at the time. The person said there's three hundred million people in in the country. So if you if you give everybody four point three million dollars, that would equal the one point three billion and and would end poverty. There's several things wrong with this. First of all, if you gave everybody four point three million dollars. You would need 1.29 quadrillion dollars. Well, I can't even count I don't think that exists high. Exists in this world. Yeah, I think it, I think it worked out to what four dollars. Four dollars and thirty three cents. You wouldn't have enough for fucking White no. Castle. And and then uh, and then if you take if you take the other side of it, let's just say you had 1.29 quadrillion dollars, which doesn't exist in the world. Right, and then you, you gotta you tax it. Everybody. Right, you gotta you well, gotta no, take no, no, the no. early let's, buyout. Let's, you gotta tax it. Let's go on the assumption that there's no tax. So you just give everybody $4.3 million. That will not end poverty. That will cause hyperinflation. So a loaf of bread will cost, you know, $37,000. You know, right. a, a gallon of gas, you know, a gallon of gas will be, you know, 
$320,000 a gallon. It's It would not end poverty. And you know what's going on right now, eh? The Canadian loony, which is a dollar, but loony is a better name right now, uh-huh. is probably going to drop to 50 cents U.S. Oh, what the fuck we're doing in this country? We got all the natural resources you could imagine. We ain't going to be able to buy a basketball, baseball, hockey player. That's crazy. 50 cents on the fucking dollar. I, w- I want to keep my American paycheck and move to Canada then. No, you just come here on vacation. <laughs> Man, you know, never mind Disney World, which is going to cost you like 10 grand for the family. Bring 2000 bucks. go to Toronto. I'll tell you all the great places to go to. You'll have a ball. There you go. Live like a king. Popper in paradise. Anyway, let's get to this news. Because I, I don't know. I don't get nervous very often, baby. Sometimes I worry we don't have enough to talk about. You know, but tonight I'm worried about timelines. Oh, because we got to get to the calls. All right. So, and that's after the pee break. So we're going to get at least one news story done, maybe yeah. two. But what we're doing now, folks, and we're going to post it on uh, cavecrewradio.com once we get all set, is we have a reporter of the week. So every week we pick three stories that you, our listeners and, and honorable cave dwellers and and, and, and people of that urine-stenched alley, uh, have contributed to us, and we're going to pick one. Now, last week, I, I didn't realize it at the time, but we say, Cave Crew Radio, it's a man thing. Yeah. Mrs. B was our reporter of the week. Yes. Fuck's sakes. We got to, like, uh, we got to lower our, our, our prejudice to uh, women or something. Well, I mean, we we did say women are allowed in the cave as long as uh, they can handle it. Right. As long as they can form, they drink beer out of a bottle. Sure. They belch. They fart. And remember, we had uh, we had a girl in studio with us. Right. Correct. Kayla. Yeah, Mrs. Cotter, and and what's his name's girlfriend was yeah, awesome. Kayla. That, that was the, that was the first one. I and we did have Mrs. Cotter in studio as well. Yeah, we got to get uh, him and his girlfriend back. They were awesome. Yes. I love when they do and little skits. that was his fiance. Yeah. Oh, well, we must throw a party. Ooh, a cave crew radio. Yes. Engagement uh, Jack party. and Jill. A cave crew radio Jack and Jill. Anyway, here we go. There's only one woman, two men. We'll see who raises above the ranks this week. Okay. All right, so story number one comes to us from, speaking of the devil, uh, Kelly, a.k.a. Mrs. Cotter. Um, She sent us in a Walmart story. Did you got that queued up? Yes. Always good stuff coming out of Walmart. Yes. Uh, The story says, uh, Walmart proposal kicks off romantic night of sex toy stealing. Reporting uh, the cops. According to police. Yeah. They I love of, grand. They are accused of stealing two thongs, oral sex candy, and a vibrator. 
<laughs> they they're engaged. Uh, aren't aren't vibrators used when things get a little tired? Well, I mean, you get a little worn out. You know, I I'm not into it tonight, honey. Or or, or you just ain't buzzing the right way anymore. Then you need to go buy the vibrator. Well, they apparently think a a an, a fun engagement party is with a vibrator. Yeah. It says uh, the couple, a couple that celebrated its engagement at a Walmart with a $29.62 ring. I don't, that's like a Cracker Jack ring. Um, a $29.62 ring and a dramatic proposal over the PA system spent the night in separate jail cells after allegedly shoplifting sex toys. <laughs> Based yes. on the authorities. Huh? I just said yes. Yes. I was cheering. In Michigan, arrested William Cornelius Jr., 25, and Sherry Moore, his 20-year-old fiancé, on December 30th, after the couple allegedly stole a bride-to-be thong, an edible thong, oral sex candy, and a vibrator from Spencer's shortly after leaving Walmart, according to the New York Daily News. Can I... I I, I just need to interject. Is Spencer's not like a high-end... Kind of store like a Sears Roebuck? No, no. Spencer's no. is like a like a like a a novelty store. So it's a place you could buy dildos. Okay. Yeah they they have they have like a a section of sexual things and then like you could buy a fucking uh, an R two D two chess set. You know something stupid like that. I love shopping in the United States. It's it, Canada is not the same. You know, your, your clothes, your underwear, women's, children, men's, video games, TV. In the States, it's like booze, firearms, sex toys. Well, that's my favorite. Like, not here in New York, because this is kind of a shitty state. But when you go, like, uh, out in the Midwest or, or down south, you're driving on the highway, and you see big signs for fireworks beer and cigarettes oh tennessee kentucky yeah yeah that's like the that's the greatest store ever <coughs> i agree anyway uh, where was this chick picked up so uh this was in bay city michigan hey, uh, did, you, did, did you say the part about the guy dropped the one knee and they all yelled over the pa and that was it, it. It just said a couple uh, celebrated its engagement uh, with a dramatic proposal over the PA system. Right. So, uh, uh, attention, Walmart shoppers. My name is Cornelius. I am now proposing to. What's her fucking name? Mary. Uh, uh, Let's just call her Mary. I'm proposing to Mary. Sherry. 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 Sorry, I. Mary dumped me. Um, <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> you, uh, you're picking up some radishes and some and some WD forty, and you hear it over the blue light special. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it says it, investigators said Cornelius purchased the ring before popping the question. Uh, surveillance footage shows Cornelius dropping to one knee as Moore says yes to the applause of their fellow customers. Uh, no one was applauding at the Spencers. Uh, an employee c- called the Bay County Sheriff's Department with a shoplifting complaint a short time after. The two suspects fled the area before police arrived. 
A woman later identified as Moore was apprehended near a Taco Bell. Right. Now, let's, you got to clarify here. They split up. Whatever happened to death till we part? (laughs) Well, they weren't married yet. Okay, I guess. They they had just gotten engaged. Um, uh, She was followed there by a Spencer's employee. So she was followed to the Taco Bell by a Spencer's employee. Uh, Deputy said they searched more and found a pair of gold earrings and a silver necklace with a star pendant. Uh, Moore denied stealing anything from Spencer's. Uh, Cornelius was found sleeping in the mall's food court. Beautiful. After he fell asleep at the table while tying his shoes. That's my favorite place to nap. Well, I mean, after a night of engagements and, and, and crime, who wants, who, where else would you fall asleep but the mall food court? I'm uh, tying my shoe. The broad's gone for Taco Bell. I'm just grabbing a dog in the food court, and um, not enough. Yeah. Uh, deputies say they woke up Cornelius, searched him, and found a watch and a variety of items from Spencer's worth $80.93, which is more than the engagement ring that was $29. Right, the, the engagement ring was what, $23? $29.62. Cornelius was arrested for retail fraud, and Moore was charged with larceny. How would larceny fall into this? I don't know. Oh, her time. Maybe it's the maybe it's the uh, the the worth of the jewelry. Oh, because okay. she was found with gold earrings and a silver necklace. And there you have it, folks. Uh, story that's, number one. That's one one hell of a way to to start a, a wonderful life together. On the new year, I think it was what December thirtieth. December thirtieth. And. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, again, you know, I always read in a little bit more than of the story. Mm-hmm. I've passed out on top of cars and in weird places, and I know our listeners have done the same. And being a rock and roll star, you probably have too. But I've never fallen asleep tying my shoe in a fucking food court, especially when I know I may or may not be being followed by the authorities. And even if you think you're not being followed by the authorities, at the very least, you committed a crime. Go somewhere that's not public. Right. Not the food court. Right. And don't pass out there. Don't don't gain any attention to yourself. Like, for fuck's sake, go in the woods. Fall asleep. Go to grandma's house. Maybe go to the library. Not, not out for a little bit. Not the fucking food court, which is the probably the same mall that the Spencers is in. They didn't say it, but I, I, so, yeah. I bet it was. I would assume it was. All right. Story number two from our good friend who's listening tonight. I'm getting an error here. Uh, Choo Choo okay. Stew. What the fuck okay. kind of little... What links is he kind of trying to send us here? There you go. Choo Choo Stew. Uh, Unable to uh, open this one. Uh, which one is it? The Butcher? The one, yeah, the Butcher or, one. The Butcher. I have it open. You got it open? Okay. I'll leave it to you. Yeah. Yeah, All right. I'm from uh, Entree number two. Hang on a minute. 
Let's give him his fare. From Choo Choo Stew. It says, uh, busted. Butcher has been secretly putting this in Muslims' meat for over three years. This in capital letters. Uh, a butcher in Switzerland is in big trouble for deceiving his Muslim customers into thinking that they were buying halal beef when in reality he had been selling them a food that is completely forbidden for them to consume, which is pork. Over the course of three long years, the butcher has reportedly sold over three tons of pork to the unsuspecting Muslim customers. An inspector who recently went through his butchery shop uh, noticed that the meat he was selling didn't appear to be from a cow as it was advertised to be. Uh, if the customers had known it was pork, they would not have bought it because Islam forbids the consumption of this type of meat, said the prosecutor in the case. Uh, the butcher chose to use pork instead of other meats because it was much cheaper to use. And it says, here to read more. This is, this is beautiful. This is better than like, uh, uh, what do you call it when they, uh, what did the Iranians do when they sprayed the diseases? Chemical warfare. Chemical warfare. Yeah. This is internal chemical warfare. Yes. Um, and, and, and I'm sorry, Bigby. I'm, I'm, I'm not the best at this stuff, but you put a piece of chicken, a piece of fish, a piece of beef, a piece of pork. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I know what I'm eating. Yeah, that, that was my first question. How do you not know the difference? You know, number one, beef is usually red or brown, depending on how it's yeah, cooked. Pork. And pork is generally pinkish. Pork. Pork is pinkish white, and it's not as flaky as chicken or fish. Mm-hmm. So, uh, sorry, this shows how stupid you are. What would happen though? What would you like? So, um, let's put ourselves in in, in 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 the the shoes or the sandals, I guess, of the Muslims. Mm-hmm. And you've eaten pork, and you, and you realize this, and this is not good. You have sinned against Valhalla or whatever the, you know, the higher cosmic power is. Allah. What do you do? Like, do you induce vomiting? Well, this is over three years, so. So, are, but are you extradited? Do you need to go through some kind of a colon cleanse, uh, enemas, um. Well, I mean, it's Muslims and Islam, so they probably behead themselves because they can't go on. Right, because, I mean, if a woman's not a virgin and she's been found to have sex, she gets her head chopped off. Right. You know, if if you steal an apple from the market, you get your hand chopped off. Right. So maybe you have to have your stomach, like, removed, your innards. Oh, either your stomach removed or your, your, your throat removed. Yeah, well, yes. Or your tongue removed, your everything, your jaws removed. everything that touched that that pork. Your entire digestive tract must be removed from the body. Uh, Choo Choo Stew in the in the chat says, "I once cooked a banquet for a group of Jewish people. They loved the taste of their chicken cooked in bacon fat, although they never <laughs> knew it." <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. That's terrible. That's wonderful. 
It is. It really is. I mean, what what is so wrong with the pig? They worship the cow, and they won't. they they call it an unclean animal. But it is. If you really think of it, it's like consuming a rat. I mean, have you ever seen a pig in a stall? Yes, they they. They're snorting. As, they they eat everything. You know, they're 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 like the catfish of of mammals. As Jules put it in Pulp Fiction, they sleep and root in their own shit. Yes. So maybe, you know, the Jews and the Muslims are not all that wrong about eating thy pig. I don't know. Okay, listen. We're going to cut to break. We still have one more story to go. One more. Should we do that, like, right after the break and then... Yeah, we can do that right after the break. Right after the break, we will do our story from Cody. Yeah, Cody's taking another another hack at it this week. He's another regular um, regular person in there. He's a good boy. He is. You know, we appreciate it. Look, folks, it doesn't have to be from any particular site. Anything you see that is is weird or strange or or just challenges the way that people think in the world we live in. First of all, it's very simple. You join the Facebook group, right? Cave Crew Radio. And then you just start posting. And like I said, chances are your story may or may not. But even if you don't get on the show, we still enjoy to read all that beautiful Mary stuff we see. Oh, of course. Also, when we get back from the break, folks, we are going to call and try and find a residence for our 11 Syrian refugees. In Calgary, Alberta. This could be fun. I can't wait. I'm excited, too. You're listening to Cave Crew Radio right here on CaveCrewRadio.com. Every Wednesday night at 9 o'clock Eastern, we will catch you in about uh, three minutes. On the break, I'm also going to play a little clip. I don't know if you saw it, Big B. Did you ever see that that thing in Oklahoma where, you know, the woman was, ain't nobody got time for that? Yes. Yeah. Well, there's a new one. I guess uh, Michelle Dubois said, there ain't going to be no fire today. And we're going to play that clip on the break here. All righty then. All right. We'll catch you on the flip-flop, guys. Yeah. You're listening to Cave Crew Radio live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. Exclusively on CaveCrewRadio.com. You can listen on demand anytime on Stitcher or iTunes. Now, back to the show. My three kids and we bounced out. Uh-uh, we ain't gonna be in no fire. Not today. A friend came to the door. She said, well, I was on the phone cooking me and my baby some breakfast. And she said, hey, something wrong is popping. I said, what? 
She said, yeah. I said, no. Nah. So the girl come downstairs. She come out her apartment with her baby with no shoes on. I said, oh, girl, it's cold outside. She said, something ain't right. I said, oh, man. She said, oh, man, the building is on fire. I said, no, what? I got my three kids and we back. <laughs> Can't get enough of this? I got great news for you. Come and join us on Facebook. Search Cave Crew Radio. The weirdness, the action, the fun never ends. 24-7, seven days a week. Cave Crew Radio on Facebook. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Cave Crew Radio. Wednesday night DK. Of course, always with me is Sir Big B, the Duke of Urine and Sally, the collector of pee, and all things that have to do with Urine Sally. Have you visited there lately? I keep abreast of what goes on. You know, like, but do you ever have like a like? Do you have a day named after you yet? We need to pick a date. Like, it should be Sir Big B Day, where no one is allowed to flush a toilet. Right? You gotta piss okay. outside. Okay. You gotta defecate in nature. I'm liking this. But we we need to get together and and, and pick a day. And we need to celebrate that day, and we need to like have a, have a like a speech, like a what do you call it, like an inauguration. Well, I, I we could what we could do is is I don't remember the exact day I was knighted by the Queen, um, but we could take it take it the anniversary of that day. Right. So we'll have to go back. We'll have to look, and that will have to be. Uh, Sir Big B, the, the the Duke of Urine Stenched Alley Day. I don't even think that'll fit on a calendar. Well, if you write it real small, it might. Yeah, it'd have to be really tiny. But but again, but then, like yeah. there has to be certain stipulations. You know, like um, we got to be like the old people. We got to peer pants. 
or, or, or we got to pee outside or we have to do something really creative with urine, like feed it to our plants or, you know, like, you know, like when they dump Gatorade on someone, when they win a big game, they, they, it's got to be urine. Mm, Everything would, has that, to be that would pee be themed. On me because it would be my day. I don't want that. You don't want that? I think you should have candles, candles with the smell of urine burning as as you walk through towards your your throne. Oh, that's 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 an idea to you know, celebrate the day. We we have scented uh, urine scented uh, candles and whatnot uh, surrounding the area. Right, no bathing or anything like that. Right, no, no bathing. Uh, you know, everybody, everybody pees outdoors. I, I like that. And Choo Choo Stew uh, in the chat has informed us that August sixth is 6th. okay. Sir Duke of Bigby of Urine Stenched Alley Day. I will take it. I am going to honor it. And you know what? Like, I might take a lot of flack from coworkers and and and, and my wife. Might not be setting a good example. I usually try to set a good example for the children, but you might see me on my front lawn watering my flowers, peeing at 7 a.m. in the morning in honor well, of, of Sir Bigby. This year it falls on a Saturday. So uh, well, Saturday, August 6th. We'll certainly be in the right frame of mind. Uh, certainly. On a Saturday in August, of course. Uh, there we go. So, folks, mark that on your calendar. Uh, Saturday, August 6th, uh, 2016, is Sir Big B Day. Yay. When we all believe we live in, a, in an alley. I mean, so if there's someone you don't like, don't, you know, let's end all this senseless violence of, of shooting people and blowing yourself up and... And, 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 you know, breaking things and don't do it. Just, 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 just pee on them. That's all you got to do. Yes. They'll look at you strangely. They might say, ooh, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> You'll say, it's but Sir Big B Day. I am paying tribute to you by giving you... My, my my urine that I have stored up over the past few hours with lots of vitamins and minerals and all kinds of stuff from my kidneys and my liver. That's how we do it. We you know, start- and, and look, I, it, this is a terrible thing to say. But, you know, I, I lost my mom and, and my dad. I might just go to the graveyard and pee. Just an honor. It might be a new way of of feeding back to the earth. You know, animals do it all the time. I let my dogs outside, they pee. You know, squirrels, they pee. Bears out in the wild, I'm sure they pee. It's only us humans that feel we need to walk into that that porcelain uh, room of, um, that porcelain room of, of whatever and flush. Animals don't do that. I remember, even before we had indoor plumbing, though, we were actually pissing in, in uh, buckets. Right. And throwing them on the streets of England, I'm sure. Yes. Uh, Chew's grandma tells them stories of that shit. 
I, well, I still think Chew does it now. You know, you've seen the movie Oliver, the original. They dump pee into the streets. Gets all over the tomatoes in, 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 in the, what do they call that, the market? The Airful Dodger. Mm-hmm. He's around. You know. Yeah, we need to go back to it, folks. There's probably lots of vitamins in what we're flushing. Probably uh, uh, August 6th, Saturday. It shall be celebrated. I'm writing it down. Saturday, August 6th. Big B day. Choo-choo stew says pee is good for the compost heap. Well, it is. Is it? We, we, we throw... Look, I don't compost. I don't have time for it. But uh, my brother-in-law used to do it. He had a compost in the backyard. and you, you throw your old vegetables. You throw shit. You know, the dog shit in there. I mean, well, what, what do you do when you're fertilizing your, your garden? You buy sheep or cow manure. It's right, poo. It's, it's fucking poo that you're putting on your tomatoes and your cucumbers and your peppers. You're placing poo on it. And they grow and they taste yummy. <laughs> so why, why are we... Do- <laughs> Stu always has a bucket of pee in the shed. <laughs> well, that's for a whole other reason, though. It's not for oh, shit. Me. <laughs> All right, anyway, enough about that. We'll, we'll talk more about it on August 6th. But not, I, I didn't really think of it like that, B. You go to the garden center. I go there every year with my wife and we buy our seedlings, our, our tomatoes, our potatoes, whatever, you know, you're buying whatever you're going to grow that year, your flowers, you buy dirt, and then you buy sheep manure. Well, folks, manure is poo. And, uh, to me, pee is just the liquid form of poo. It's just a concentrated... <laughs> Uh, you know, a miracle girl. No, if you eat enough white castle, you have the liquid form of poo in another way. Well, yeah, if you eat the wrong food, right? You go to you go to what the, the, that place over there, Chipotle's or Chickafil. Oh, who, who's, who's up for a bowl of E. coli? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> right. Ah, you never know what kind of shit we're gonna talk about on this show. Quite literally, shit. Yeah. Anyway, we have one more. Yes. News story. Hey, let me yeah. cue the music. We got on her. All right. So our uh, our third entry of the week is uh, from Cody. This is quite interesting. Although, again, several questions. Arise when I read an article. Presenting the future of contraception. The dick switch. Mm. (laughs) Oh my God, how awesome is that? It is an (laughs) on-off switch. We have been waiting ages for a new form of male contraception to come to the market. And again, no pun intended. 
patiently taking pills and dealing with implants as men struggle with the occasional condom. Now, look, you and I are married. We're raising families. Yes. I've always said, you know, to young men going out there adventuring, always wear a Jimmy into battle. But I will admit to you, wearing a condom is like taking a shower with a raincoat on. It's brutal. Now, I haven't worn one in, say, a decade. So maybe they're so thin now, everything's good. But it was never any fun. Although, mind you, Big B, I don't remember. I lasted a lot longer. Well, yeah, because you have a, a fucking balloon on your Right. Because I, I, I'm between rubber and a red-hot vagina. And, and I might as well just take uh, Stuffy, the uh, teddy bear, and stick it in there and, like, put a like a Bunsen burner underneath. <laughs> <laughs> a Bunsen burner, nice. Anyway, you know, personally... If you're out there in today's world, you're not with a woman that you know and you've been with for a while, I'd still stick to the condoms. I need to know how this dick switch gets into me because I don't think I'm too keen on that. Um, Hang on. Let's see if we can find out. It's a German inventor, Clemens Bimmick. And uh, he calls it the uh, patented Bimic spermatic duct valve. Get this. <laughs> SDV for short. <laughs> yes. So what's the term for uh, uh, STD? Is <laughs> a disease. You want the STD or you want the SDV? What do you want here? Anyway, I guess it's implanted in the spermatic. These words are like, oh, they're beautiful. They're like Shakespeare. Into the spermatic ducts or vas deferens located in the testicles. That just sounds painful. I, I, I got a problem here, too. I really don't want anyone opening my sack and making any explorations to put a sack in. You certainly don't want anybody touching your vast deference. No, I would rather pay child support. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Wouldn't you? Um, then have somebody touch my vast deference? Yes. <laughs> I don't even know where my vast deference is. If Simon said, if Simon said, point to your vast deference, I'm sure I'd be out of the game. <laughs> and just, how it works just just sounds painful. And how do you hit the switch? This is so so the things in my bag, right? Yeah. Right. It's it's been surgically implanted. So obviously I have decided that I want to take the route of a Gene Simmons and I want to fuck uh thousands and thousands of women unprotected against STDs, right? Mhm. You know, sometimes when 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 it's when it's dark and you try to turn the light on, you turn the switch the wrong way. 
right? Well, and this, this isn't going to protect you against an STD. No, no. Listen, folks, this is nothing to do with safe sex. This is like at a Charlie Sheen level right now. <laughs> okay, so you are totally unprotected. My question is, it does say you've got to wait, what, six weeks? Or is it six months? Uh, it's six weeks for the, the, the sperm that might be trapped past the switch to uh, die off. Oh. And, you know, I guess in marriage it's a good thing. You know, you turn it off, we want no more kids, and then ten years later, yeah, we want another kid. Okay. It's back on again. I... <laughs> I don't know. This is the weirdest thing. It's a, yeah, it says it takes between three and six months to make sure all the lingering sperm aren't hanging out in your glands. Oh, it's made by a small... It, the, the implant is less than two centimeters long and weighs only two grams. And the surgery is... Uh, uh, it's an implant inserted through a small incision performed under local anesthetic... You know what? If you're cutting my sack open, it better not be local anesthetic. You better fucking knock me the fuck out. <laughs> you knock me out till tomorrow. Holy shit. Give me a fucking bottle of whiskey and a hammer and just hit me in the head. Let me drink and then hit me in the head and then put it in. Choo-choo <laughs> Stew Stu is seeing if there's a Bluetooth version of it. Just <laughs> through your phone. Yeah, uh, trying to connect to balls. <laughs> trying to connect the network <laughs> testicle. <laughs> uh, semen on. Yeah. Semen off. I. You know what? This is a great idea. I guess, like anything else. Um. But no, just let her take care of everything. nothing wrong with the pill or whatever that thing is they put up their snatch that little lobster trap there ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck alright thanks for your stories of the week do we decide now or later uh, later alright we'll decide at the end so now I gotta get queued up for some stuff now Big B we have a uh, deserving family that is looking for a home. Yep. I need to pull up some phone numbers. So what we're going to do is we're going to call Calgary, which is like, um, I guess still before 8 o'clock there. And we're going to call some places. And depending if we get uh, a hold of them. So the first guy here is Richard. Let's see. Now, uh, Richard has a, um, a room for rent, $500 a month. It's available February 1st. Okay. okay. He is uh, uh, seeking a responsible person mm -hmm. uh, to share a basement apartment area with another male and female. This is a respectful home. Absolutely no smoking in the apartment as well. This is not a party house. Pets are not so, allowed. Uh, Pets are not allowed. Let's see what we got here. 
Hey, uh, is Richard there? Got the wrong number. Uh, is this 587-2737? Hello? See, here we go. Let's try that again. Sounded like they were in a party. Yeah. One. Sorry, it takes me a minute to dial. This is a thing with calls, right? You can, like, entertain people while I... Okay, here we go. Let's try again. Oh, hey, uh, I'm calling for uh, that apartment for rent. Oh, yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's been rented. Already? Yep. Oh, it's wow. It's not man. that, you understand. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean we, we get a lot of people going up to the tar sands for work. Yeah. Right? So people, it, it's, it's not hard to rent out a room, right? <laughs> Shit. You know, because I'm sponsoring some, uh, some Syrians. Yep. And I was willing to uh, double what you're getting. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, it's unfortunate that, uh, like you said, so. So, like, you know. what, what, you were asking, what, 500? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was willing to go, like, 1,050 per month. But how would that be- benefit you, though? Like, I, I don't understand how that would. Well, we'll see, I'm, would, I'm, I, I guess I'm kind of like a broker. You know what I mean? Yep. I, I'm a Jewish Canadian, uh, Dirk Goldstein. And I've got these 11 Syrians I'm trying to place um, un, un, under the new government. Obviously, we have all these Syrians coming into the, uh, uh, to the province. And I'm, I'm hoping to place them. And the, the more I place them, the, the, the stronger they become, right? The, the more benefits they will receive, and I'll get a kickback. Right. So you're calling from California, right? Yes. Yes, I am calling from California. Um, I am, you know, a, a, a entrepreneur, but, um, you know, trying to place these guys in, in Canada because they won't take them, obviously, in the States uh, for good reason. Um, so, you know, name your price. Well, but my thing is, that are you talking about putting one per, because this is just a room, right? It, it, it's like shared accommodation. Right, I understand that. You said it's like you and your girl. Um, I have eleven. So, if, if so but could... I'm saying that like it, it, it's just a room for like one person, right? That just so you're, you're, you understand that, or just you know. Right. Well, you and I are used to very spacious, uh, you know, accommodations. But if we could even fit three in the goat in, that would be great. Right, so I'm just trying to understand. What you, so, are you looking to put one person into a room, or are you looking to put multiple people into one room? I'm just... Yeah, they 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 would be acceptable of multiple people in one room. Yeah, the only thing is, I mean, with the house, like I said, they don't really, for the the homeowner, like I said, uh, is only looking to have one one person in, in the room. That's all. 
So what if I if I placed one person and their goat, um, would I be able like would they be able to have like sleepovers occasionally? Yeah, I mean, you know what? I, I think, uh, like I said, right now, just to give you a heads up, uh, I know that, you know, you shouldn't have a problem finding places. It's just people want to know who, who's coming in, though, right? That's all. Right. So and I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, I'm assuming uh, the federal government is screening them, right? They're not terrorists. They don't put bombs inside of their turkeys or whatever, you know, like. Yeah, I, know, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah you know, I hear what you're the, saying. They they just they they they're used to living together in small confided spaces. And I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to separate a family. Like they wouldn't bother you. They're not used to TV or internet or electricity or any of that stuff. Like just you know say maybe three of them and their goat. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like I said, at the end of the day, uh, I you know like I'm 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 sure you'll find some people that'll that'll you know help you out with that. It's just we've already rented the room and you know like i said I, yeah that's all so you're but, yeah uh, you're, you're you're turned off yeah what if i went uh 1250 no we're good man like like i said don't don't i like i said i'm i'm, I'm sure you can find some uh takers for that like i said i'm sure um you know like like i said there will be people willing to kind of bite on that offer um i i personally be the far you i'd be hitting like the cultural centers like you know, uh, Muslim Cultural Center, or Armenian Cultural Center, or Association. I'd be kind of hitting up those places, right? You, and working at a range. Yeah, that's, you, that's that's what I would do, and you'll probably get bites. You don't think the the Christians uh, uh, will accept? Oh no, it's not that they won't. Uh, it's just in in the Canadian news that I'm watching, uh, like the the Armenian Association, the Muslim Association. Uh, you know, any kind of associate, I'd be looking to that and calling them and say, hey, we've got some Muslims, that, yeah, sorry, we've got some Syrians that we're trying to place. And that's, I've seen that, that's more what I've seen on the news. Okay. Here is like the Armenian Association, like the Muslim Association, you know, in, in Calgary. You know, yeah, like, that's, that's what I'd be checking out, you know. I guess my biggest hiccup right now is, is, is the goat that would, like, is the goat the hang up or is, is 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 what the hang up? The goat. They have a goat with them. They have a goat. I don't think Canada would allow livestock into the country. Really? <laughs> oh jeez. You don't yeah, understand I, I what just the... so you know there's, there's there's no immigration that I know that will allow livestock into the country personally. So Oh god. Because if they gotta not come without their goat, I think they'd rather leave their children. Yeah, well, I don't think the country's going to allow them to bring a goat in, in into the country. To be honest with you, yeah, I think there's there's you know there's laws against bringing livestock from a foreign country. You know, right, I'm just well, saying, like, yeah, I I don't think they're they'll be allowed to bring in a goat personally. All right, well, yeah, we're going to have to work on that, I guess. I appreciate your time. Um, we're going to move on to the to the next place, but uh, good luck with your rental. Yeah, take care, buddy. No problem. All right, Bye. Uh, all right you too. Thank you. Bye. All right. <laughs> That's the way it goes. It's <laughs> the typical Canadian. So polite, eh? So polite, always willing to help, even when there's a goat involved. I, I'm pretty sure a, a, a an American would say, fuck you.
uh, an American would have hung up on you 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Are you kidding? So helpful. But again, like steering me to the Muslim. The, <laughs> Syrians are not Armenians. <laughs> Try the Armenians. They're more than glad to have you. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, well, you want to try one, Biggie? Sure. Who, who uh, are we calling? All right. The, assuming we're going to get through here, um, we are going to go over to. And by the way, folks, if you just join us, we're trying to p- place our 11 uh, Syrian refugees. And their goat. Apparently. And their goat. I, that just came up. <laughs> you know, are you trying to tell me you're trying to place more than one? It's only one bedroom. <laughs> this guy, I I hope this guy answers you, Bigby. This guy's Ooh. name is Dom. Dom? S- assuming Dominic. Okay. okay. He, uh, he says, I am a French-Canadian in brackets, Quebecois. Oh, no. So you have to remember, French Canadians are like the Syrians of Canada. Okay. Does he speak English? I don't know. He's been living in Calgary for three years, and he works for a chemical engineering company as a 3D designer. What I would say is I didn't call a psychiatrist. I'm You're an engineer. Anyway, the room off, he's got a room. And he's 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 looking to uh, create a positive living space. Okay. He's looking for a good fit person that shares his passion for ganga. What is ganja? G A N J A. Is that that game where you pull the wood out of the? Oh, that's Jenga. I would say ganja, which is oh ganja. So he likes the oh, so he likes the wacko tobacco. I guess. Okay. Well, that's all good because you can have like the hookah pipe. How much does he want for the room? Eight fifty. Eight fifty. It's all right. You're getting major money from the Canadian government. All right, so we got to get here. Um, what, oh, what's in it? Dom. Is Dom. It? I'm assuming it's Dominic, but yeah. it was his Dom. So anyway, yeah. When that guy said that, our number shows up as California. Yeah, no problem. So it's a you know we're just brokers and. Even though I'm in Windsor, Canada, I'm freezing my ass off. My phone number says I'm from California. How fucking ridiculous is that? Where do you get this phone number from? It's Google Voice. Oh, okay. So, you know me. I scam everything. Gotcha. Okay. Let's see if we can get Dom on the phone. See if he's as nice as Richard. He's French-Canadian. He's from Quebec. I doubt it. <laughs> God, this should be no, good. I'm going to get the asshole. Which tell, is me give, tell me I'll give him Putin. Just keep him on the line. <laughs> keep him on the line one minute. That's all we ask. Here we go. Dom. Dominique Dupont. It says. Okay, no dumb. All right, let's try the next one. All right. I get to, I'm taking notes from these people. so, I, so This I, is what happens now. So now we're going to call a sunny, upper, large, furnished, private master bedroom. 
This is 11.5 feet by 12 feet with a queen-size bed. And you're going to share a bathroom, a kitchen, a living room, and a separate upstairs suite. Um, They're looking for a mature male. Oh, they're looking for multicultural diversity. Perfect. All right, so free Wi-Fi, blah, 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 blah. So let's... uh, let's What's this person's name and how much? We don't have a name on this one. Oh, there is no Uh, name. The price is... Yeah. We have a price. You need a deposit. Rent is four ninety five. Four ninety five. Uh thirty for internet and four hundred deposit. That's easy. Let's see if we can get through this person. Sorry folks, I gotta dial the number. And no name. No name. So you're just calling about the apartment, right? Yeah, yeah. Welcome to my old apartment. We'll get through to one sooner or later for Sure. Hello. Yes, hi. Uh, I'm calling about the uh, uh, room for rent. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, who am I speaking with? Uh, my name is Bill. Yes, the room is still available. It is. Okay, great. Uh, hi, Bill. My name is uh, uh, Tobias Morrison, and uh, uh, what I'm doing is I'm trying to place uh, some of the Syrian uh, refugees. Uh, so we're, we're contacting people with rooms for rent and so forth. Uh, I work for, uh, or I represent them through uh, G-I-A-H, and... Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're calling to to see if we have uh, we have a group of eleven Syrians that are looking for a room, and uh, your name, your we saw your posting uh, looked good. You know, four ninety five a month is fine. Um, we're we're willing to pay you extra um, because you are doing the government of Canada a favor. Uh, so we could double that. Um, we could give you. Uh, we, we could go as high as an even thousand a month. That's fine. Um, <clears throat> Um, how long would they be staying? You think? Uh, well, you no. Know, the reason I ask, yeah. okay, I've had students, and one of the things I've had with Muslims mm-hmm. is that they stay for a little while, mm-hmm. like uh, often like three months, mm-hmm. and and then as soon as they find another Muslim to be with, they they move. Well, and I mean, so we're talking, when, when you're, when you're trying to set something up where you're having like a, a longer stay, at least. You know, like a eight months, nine months, a year, something like that. It can be difficult because uh, uh, I, that, that's my, my experience anyway. So that's why I asked that question uh, as to whether or not you know they would be staying for a while, or whether as soon as they get connected with other somebody else, uh, like other Muslims, that, that they'll take off on me. So well, that that's well, my well, only my only concern with uh, right. with uh, with Syrians. Right. Well, um, what we're talking about is a group of eleven. So I think they would all be stick together. Uh, I don't think, you know, they would all be together, uh, you know, in the room. They're not going to be looking outside, uh, the, you know. Uh, obviously, you know, with the, the Internet and, uh, and, t- and you know, what you have available, the queen-size bed, is a lot more than what they're used to coming from Syria. And oh, as long okay, as but we're, we're talking about just one person them, coming, I think right? they're going to be fine. Sorry? I said, you know, uh, you know, as long as nobody's, you know, uh, obviously in your house, nobody's going to try to shoot them. Nobody's going to try to behead them. Uh, they'll be fine. Uh, what we're looking for is a no, no, oh, 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 yeah, no, no. Look, I'm not any problem with any, any of that part of it. 
my my question is I have, I have two questions. Okay, yes. and that's and, and and then if you can answer these questions, then I'll be fine. Okay. okay well, one question is whether or not they're going to be staying for the long term, or is it just that they'll be staying for if, uh, that there were that person will be staying for like three months and then they're gone. Like they'll like they'll they'll go w- with somebody else. Uh, um, um, and, and change um, um, the person they're staying with. And the second thing is, is it's, we're talking just one person. And yes, it's queen size bed, but we're, I, I'm renting to like one person, and it, and it should be a male. Yeah, uh, mainly because of um, you know, <laughs> there's another guy from um, from Nigeria mm-hmm. um, who is uh, like there's, there's a suite upstairs and the other room. Um, it's, it's two bedrooms. The other uh, person, the other room is taken by a guy from Nigeria. Mm. So um, uh, it'd be better that it's that it's a it's a male. It stays there just to avoid uh, awkward situations. Um, and 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 one person is, is that uh, possible or? Uh, well, well. To answer your first question, what we're doing is we're doing uh, year-long contracts with whoever we, um, you know, whoever agrees to to house our, our Syrian refugees. Uh, we will be tracking them and ensuring that uh, you, you do receive this income for at least a year. Um, okay. So th- th- there should be no problem there. Um, okay, as far that'd be as fine. what you said, one, per- one person, what we have is 11, and they're all male. They're all, all the Syrian uh, oh, uh, refugees yeah. are male. Um, okay. okay. Well, no, the, the, the place is uh, completely furnished. Mm-hmm. Um, and it includes a, uh, there's a bathroom and a mm-hmm. kitchen and a, um, dining room, uh, sitting room, um, mm-hmm. that's uh, shared with this other guy from Nigeria, uh, up on that floor. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the utilities are all included. Okay. Um, and, uh, uh, if they have uh, difficulty, uh, what, what I've been doing with others uh, that have been here is that, you know, if they need, uh, um, help getting to the grocery store or something like that. Uh, uh, I'll take them in my car when I go, okay. and uh, to, to, to facilitate things uh, for them. And so, um, yeah. Just, so basically, you know, um, it just if I need, I'm looking for somebody who will clean the bathroom themselves, because I've had I've had people here before who leave the place an absolute mess. Like when they're in the kitchen cooking, they leave all their dirty pots and pans and dishes there, and the other guy freaks out. Because, yeah. you know, then when he goes to cook or goes to, you know, to eat something, he's got to clean up their mess before he, before he can uh, eat his meal. So I'm looking for somebody who's like that because, um, you know, who, is, who will clean them after themselves. Because otherwise, uh, I have, a, you know, a bit of a issue on my hands, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Yes, so, well, I, uh, I completely understand. I guess. Uh, I have one question for you. Sure. Uh, uh, what is your policy on pets? Um, no, I don't want pets. Uh, you know, because uh, I, like the, there's a shag carpet going out throughout the whole the mm-hmm. whole upstairs. I mean, a deep shag carpet, except for the kitchen and the bathroom. Gotcha. And uh, and you know, animals tend to leave hair uh, or um, you know, uh, you know, I don't want to. Uh, and not only that, but I mean, I have a housemate downstairs here who absolutely hates. Uh, animals, uh, you know, many dogs or cats and so forth. And, and so they, they're coming down the stairs, going into the other levels, it freak them out. Gotcha. So, see, um, see, I, I don't want any animals. Yeah, see, the problem is that the, the, our 11 Syrian refugees, uh, they have a goat. 
So we need uh, you know, space for uh, a goat as well. A goat? You know, you know, obviously part of their culture and everything. So they, they are traveling with, with their goat. Um, well, are they uh, all related or something? I'm sorry? Are these 11, uh, are they all re- related? Uh, yes, it's all part of one family, one Syrian family. Um, we, what we like to do, we, like, we try to... Uh, we try to uh, Keep the families together, um, you know, because it's it, it's such a hardship, you know, being forced out of your country uh, and being, you know, told you're going to be going to another country. So we try to keep at least the families together. No, yeah, no, I, I understand that. I, I've done a lot. I've done a lot of social work in, in, in my life. So and 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 I, and that and I, I'm a cultural anthropologist, so I kind of understand the cultures quite a bit. Yeah, so so yeah, so you understand what we're trying to do. That's why I keep saying there's eleven. Right. Um, I know you, you yeah. said there's one, but you know, we're yeah, trying to. Yeah, keep but the only thing is, no, uh, there's 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 no there's no way I can accommodate a goat. I don't. I don't. My yard is not even enclosed, and mm. they and they certainly can't have the goat. You know, um, in the house. Even if we kept it on a leash outside somewhere to a pole, or no. I'm sorry. Even if you know it was kept on a on a long leash strapped to a pole outside. It wouldn't work, huh? Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, and how are they going to feed him and all this kind? Of, I mean, it just uh, it it will <laughs> it, it kind of complicates. They brought that thing on the plane over over from Syria. Well, it's a, it's part of the service that we provide. I mean, as you know, it's your, they're gathering their things. If they do have pets or or, or you know you know uh, other loved ones and you know st- stuff like that, that you know we we try to accommodate as best as possible. Uh, we no, no, and, and, no I, 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 can, I can appreciate okay. that, and they're. And it's going to be challenging for you to find a place in the city uh, um, where uh, they can keep a goat. Yeah, see, you I, know, in, you know, in, I, in the I backyard, that's going to be challenging that, you know, for you. I, I understand it's not a dog or a cat; um, it is a goat. And you know, you know, even if you know, we need to increase the 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 amount per month that you get. You know, for the troubles, I mean, we could, you know, we we could be talking as high as twelve hundred a month just for the troubles. Of you know of actually having the goat you know we we definitely understand this is a this oh, is a, goat did you a say plural you so it'd be it would be kind of like a you know the, the goat fee you know we would give you you know the thousand well, dollars for the okay I, I, I thought I heard you I, heard, I thought you, you heard you fee. say the plural goats there's more than one no one goat one goat and so what are they using for like milking or something uh, it's uh, you know different countries have different pets they have a Pet goat. I oh, it's a pet. Oh, I'm sorry? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't yeah. judge. They they want to have a goat. They have a goat. I don't think it's a, it's it's for any of us to judge. Well, no, no, it, it, it's not a case of judging if a person that you know, the people have had chickens and whatnot in their backyard, and okay. and there's people who I don't understand, but they've got pet pigs, and they have them in the house. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you know, that's not uncommon apparently in North America to have a pet pig. So well, I mean, yeah, and, and I, the, I grew up in a, in a, in a farming area. So I mean, it's, it's, it's not you know, it's not that. It's 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 logistics, is the is the the point. So it's not judgment. It's logistics. You know, well, to have a like I said, I would have a. Um, I just I don't know. I could be. Wow. So I mean, if if there's eleven of them, uh, um, it, and and there will only be one person staying at at my house, well, cannot one of the other is the, cannot one of the people who don't have the goat stay at my house? Wait, wait, no, no, wait, no. We weren't talking about one. We're talking about all eleven at your house. 
all 11 stay at my house? Right, that's what we, that's what we were saying. The family has to stay together. We believe in oh, the family. Like okay, the well, no, no, that's what I was asking. I, I told you early on, and I guess, you, I guess we didn't understand each other. No, no, I, I haven't got room for 11 people. Oh, like okay. in yeah, one I room? We, yeah, I guess we... we, we we you know, kind of misunderstood. Yeah, 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 we didn't understand each other. No, there's no way. There's no way I could have 11 people staying in, in the house here. And, and that kitchen is a very small kitchen. And okay. I, I, can, I can just almost picture what, what it would look like, you know, um, with 11 people living there with all their clothes and all their stuff. And uh, it would, I, the other guy who lives here would probably move out. You know, um, the, the guy who lives up there in that same suite, he, he'd, he'd move out for sure. You know, uh, it, it would be so annoying, so frustrating for him that he would he would move out, and and even even if he did move out, and there which left two bedrooms, um, eleven people. Uh, no, no, that's 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 just. Um, and you you probably. Know, you might, uh, I'm, I'm thinking it might be better for you to try to find somebody who's renting you know? an entire house. You know, rather than a room. Like I mean, I'm, I'm just renting a room, one mm. room. Um, it'd be better if you could find somebody who's renting an entire house. Wouldn't that make more sense? Well, I mean, we're just we're just reaching out to people with with you know. I, I I'm sure you can appreciate how hard this is on 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 us to try to place them because there is a lot of backlash that people don't want the Syrian refugees. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're, no, we're, well, no, that's that's not the case here. It's, it, it, like I told you, it has to do with logistics. You know, and and I think you're going to find that if, if almost everybody that you call. Uh, who has an ad about place, you know, about renting a room? Mm-hmm. You should probably, you know, make it very clear from the top that uh, that uh, you're going to be putting eleven people into one room. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, um, you know, I've seen that before. In fact, I've lived in situations when I was living in the states and mm-hmm. with uh, with uh, Mexican illegal Mexicans who were doing work in the city. You know, as uh, day labor and the young guys, you know, and, and they'd pack eight guys into a room or, or even 10. I've never seen that, you know, uh, uh, any more than that. But I mean, yeah, they'd pack them into a, into a single apartment. Oh, yeah. You ever, and, see, you ever um, see them come out of the car? It's like coming out of a clown car. There's like 90 of them coming out of the car, just hammering things on the, on the, on people's doors. It's crazy. What's that? What's that? You know, when they, when they go into work, there's like 90 of them coming out of a, a small sedan to, to go to work and you know do the the, the landscaping, it's crazy. They they managed to oh, where, all where, in. Where you mean the next uh, in in the states or, or here Mexicans, or what? Yeah, the Mexicans in the states. You kidding? Oh me? yeah, oh yeah. You've been down there then, huh? You've seen that? Oh, yeah, I, I, I've 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 been down there on business uh, a number of times, and you know you, you oh, see yeah. it down in, in yeah, no, that, no, it, it, in Texas, fact, you know, actually, just, quite they, a few of my friends uh, were among those, and I I lived in that apartment complex. In fact, I even had one. A Mexican uh, um, illegal um, uh, living in the uh, sharing the rent in, in the apartment that I had, mm-hmm. and it was just a single, actually, just a single. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I know these guys, and, and, and all the challenges that goes with it, and and, and they're young guys. You know, most of them are all guys, and so it's uh, um, well, they're they're not terribly kind to the apartment. You know, I mean, it's it's rough on the apartment. I'll tell you that because I mean, there's a it's like. And it doesn't matter what country you're from. You know, when you're a guy in your early 20s, and there's a bunch of guys together. Yeah, I don't care where you're from. You, you know what's? It's, they're not kind to your. They're not kind to the apartment. You know no, what I'm saying? Because I, I lived there, I saw it, and and like I told you, quite a few of them were my friends, and I hung out with them. But uh, so I mean, I I, I kind of know know the situation, and that's just because 
not because they're any particular ethnicity. It's because they're just a bunch of, a bunch of guys. You know, uh, I mean, you could say so. Well, it's it's, 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 Come on, it's they, kind they, of they, they, expected almost. I understand. But anyway, I don't want to take up a lot of your time. But the the, the bottom, I mean, if it, if it's like one person or something like that, you know, um, then I wouldn't have a problem with that at all. But I mean, eleven people um, in that in one room, uh, I'd have all my other tenants moving out and, and cursing me as they as they leave. See, I, okay, I, I so can't about, I can't do that. Because I, so, I do think your your Nigerian uh, uh, the the Nigerian fellow that is renting the other room, uh, I think yeah. you know, he might get along with the, with the Syrian refugees because they could they could sit and plot some things to do during the day and you know you know they could plot you know things well, to it, do it, it, no, uh, he would get along. With, let, me, okay, let me put it this way here: I had a uh, I had another. I had a, I had a, uh, a a a student from Pakistan mm-hmm. staying in the other room. This one guy, mm-hmm. okay, and I guess it's his. This might have been a culture back. This is what the Nigerian guy told me: mm-hmm. is that he he figures that maybe they that he this guy was used to having the women take care of everything because mm-hmm. he never cleaned up after himself. He had all of his garbage packed piled up. He didn't clean up after himself in the in the kitchen, you know. He left the pots and pans of food in it, you know, in the sink or on the stove, and it drove him nuts. And, and he's a good guy, and he's paying the rent, and you know, I can depend on him, and, and not only that, but this this guy, he was only here for three months, and then he changed his mind, and he decided that he wanted to leave so that he could go and stay with some uh, other uh, um, Muslim people because he, you know, he. Um, and they like to, you know, want to stay together and, and not uh, just him by himself. So he moved out. And when he told me he was going to stay for the whole, you know, like nine months of the school session, he moved out on me in the middle of winter, you know, in, Christ- in December, in Christmas, leaving me then with the room really hard to fill. Because right now there's a lot of vacancies in Calgary because uh, so many people move back east with the oil crisis here. And so, there, I mean, there's a lot of office space empty. There's a lot of uh, houses. There's a lot of uh, apartments and condos that are vacant. So, well, I mean, keep, there's keep a lot of people. Like I mean, a lot of, a lot of uh, rental space, uh, you know, for you to go after. But I don't want to have a repeat of this thing. I know it's another culture and all that kind of stuff. But, I mean, I don't want to have a situation where, you know, uh, it's, it's going to stress me out uh, because of the fact that the, the place is, is being turned into a, you know, they're young guys. What do you expect? You know, they're, they're not, and a whole bunch of them at once. Dealing with one was hard. A whole bunch of them like that, 11 of them, living in one room. First, and they're, first they're, let's keep it's going to cause a lot of damage because that, that young Pakistani fellow cost me several hundred dollars in damages. And he was only here for three months. You know what I'm saying? I, I understand that. And, and keep in mind, though, you you know, like you said, like I said earlier, you know, we, we get into we go into a contract with the uh, the owners of the property uh, for a year. So you, you, no matter what happens, even if they did run away and leave, you know, you're still getting paid for a year's worth of. of yeah. Yeah. No, no, I appreciate it. And, you know, there's, there's a part of me. That, you know, if you, if you told me that there's one person that wanted wanted to, to do that and come here, I would take my chances. They you know that it wasn't going to be somebody who, because 
I screen people, I mean, any people that comes to the house, I screen them first before they come in, uh, just to, to let them know the rules. You clean up after yourself. You know, that you, you, there's certain rules of the, of the house which are just normal, logical rule, rules of consideration for others, you know. And uh, so I, I try to make sure that that's clear before they move in. With one person, it can be hard to tell whether they're going to do it or not. But you're talking here that 11 people in one room, there's no way in hell I'm going to do that. You know, I mean, and, and I'm I'm surprised that that you're that you are actually calling people that are just renting rooms, trying to get them to do that. I think you're wasting your time. Well, you know, I said, I mean, it, it wouldn't matter. Tough, it wouldn't know. matter if they were, you know, if they were uh, people that were coming from from Germany and they were all professors and they were all university graduates and so forth. No one's going to want eleven people in one room. Well, you know, I, it doesn't I, I, matter I what culture they're that, coming that, from. It's just, I mean, it's just kind of crazy, don't you think? Running into because you know a lot of people are rejecting the Syrian refugees, but uh, yeah, but, I but no, but it's, it's not. Position. But don't take I, it that you know, way. We'll keep trying. It's not. Reje- it's not rejecting the Syrian refugees. It, it's rejecting the idea of eleven people in one room. You know, and 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 young guys like that. You know. So, all right. So, so, so I mean, let me ask you this one one last thing, and then then I'll let you go. Um, what if what if we did uh, so we said twelve hundred I'll give you thirteen hundred a month for one guy in the room, but he has ten visitors every day. One guy in the room and what's the other rest of the sentence? Uh, one guy renting the room, but he has ten visitors every day. Oh, <laughs> no, I, I I I just I mean look I'm 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 69 years of age, and um, I just don't need that kind of stress, you know, because I, I know what's going to happen to my house, you know, with that many guys. I mean, if, if that's why if I was in your situation, and I'm sure you could find houses houses for rent mm-hmm. in Calgary where you where they'd have a whole house for themselves. They could tie their, their gold out, out, out back, and they, they, they could have a whole house for themselves. And then there'd be nobody, but there would be damage deposits and so forth. You know, if I was a, if I was the owner of that house, I, I and I knew that many people were going to live in my little house, and there's only two bedrooms, I would be nervous. And I don't care what country they're from, you know, even if they're Canadian born, I, I would be I would be nervous. You know, uh, it's a, it's not a matter of culture; it's just a, it's just a matter of, of logistics. Like I said, I I, I understand, and and you know I. I I understand. Uh, not a problem. I, I thank you for your time, and uh, we'll we'll continue to, to look for look for places. And I'll I, I will take your advice. I'll try to try to look towards more houses. Yeah, that's what I would do if I were you. All right. Thank you very much for right. your time. Okay. Bye. All right. <laughs> I'm peeing my pants. <laughs> I'm celebrating Sir Big B Day early. <laughs> good old Bill. Oh, uh, good old Bill. You say they have a goat? <laughs> Just one, though. I'm sure you can find a house to rent where they could tie their goat outside. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Canadians are so nice. Holy Christ. This has to become a weekly segment because yes, Canadians are the we, nicest people and you could really carry on a conversation with them and just completely fuck with them. And they're beautiful guests. 
Well, you know, the, 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 the Nigerian fellow upstairs. <laughs> Bill was like the nicest guy. You got a much better guy than me. I mean, uh, Rick, Ricky was good, Richard. He was good, too. Yeah. Very helpful. Apparently, there's lots of vacancies in Calgary. I guess. So, like, new segment, call Calgary. <laughs> we got to, like, make a call a week. Uh, find our Syrian refugees a home. Yes, and they're We're goat. We're not going to stop until we find our Syrian refugees a home. And they're goat. You know, That's I'm true. not prejudiced. No, no, you know, not at all. But they distinctly call them Muslims. <laughs> and Pakistanis. <laughs> That's one thing about us in Canada. We label everyone. Oh, that was great. You know, that American guy, it's beautiful. And he he wanted to talk. Holy Christ. Oh, shit. He loved to talk. It's all logistics. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me get this clear. You want one Muslim. <laughs> they don't clean the kitchens. <laughs> they leave well, the pots him, and pans dirty. <laughs> I asked him, you know, in the last portion, I said, you know, can we have one guy rent the room and he has 10 visitors every day? I don't see a problem with that. He's very fond of the uh, Nigerian tenant, though. He loves this, his Nigerian tenant. Jesus. Should get him on the phone. We should save his number. <laughs> I think we should call Bill back next week. We should check in on Bill every week. Yeah, I think I'm going to call Bill next week. Oh, and you call Bill. Nice. We'll, yeah, okay. we'll, we'll come up with an angle. Yeah. Right? But we'll be sure to have a goat. <laughs> Every call has a goat. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be called, you know, you know, you know those movies Kill Bill? <clears throat> yeah. Our segment will be called Call Bill. Call Bill. Yeah. I'm saving him. We got to call Bill every week. Nice. Just, you know, he can't take up this much of the show. He was very good. I loved Bill. And, uh, you know, but we'll, we'll call them up with different things like, uh, you know, hey, uh, there was a parcel delivered to your door by mistake. And, you know, we'll, <laughs> ju we'll, we'll, we'll just got to get Bill's feeling on everything. <laughs> I, I love it. Call Bill. <laughs> oh. oh, you heard it here first, folks. Yeah, I remember, like in my old shows, we used to call that girl in the subway. At um, in Calgary, I can't remember her name. We used to call her all the time. I, I used to have her flush the toilets and clean out the pipes, and she'd do everything I said. Well, I don't, I I just I remember one you guys called it like a uh, was it a pot pizza place or something like that? Yeah, oh yeah, we I, I love doing this stuff. It's so much fun. But Bill, ladies and gentlemen, Bill is we're definitely going to touch base with him at least twice a month. Yes. And we're going to come up with uh, theme music. <laughs> and, and it's time to call Bill. So I'm, I'm going to save this number. And uh, God bless his soul. If we ever get T-shirts, I'm going to mail him one. Mail him a care package <sighs> for him and his Nigerian uh, tenant, Bill. <laughs> anyway... I don't know if we have time. I was going to talk about another story, but well, we have to we have to choose the winner of the. Uh... We need to choose the 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 winner of the three. Yes. Um, and we also need to obviously 
I named the show, and, and and if Bill didn't steal the show, I mean, Richard was a true gentleman as well. Oh, of course he was. Full of advice. I mean, if if any of you are scared living in the United States or over in Europe, I mean, you you can see what happens in Canada. We're very, we're bigots. Um, we hate people, but we would not react to it. Because the first thing we say is, don't get me wrong, but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm not talking about any particular race or uh, I'm not saying any particular person blows up people or anything like that. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> uh, our buddy Bill. It's really sad for me to listen to Canadians in my own ear. <laughs> I, I really wonder if I sound like that. You know, don't get me wrong. You just cut me off in traffic, and I'm really a little fucking pissed off right now, but, no, but you're you can't be a real pissed. nice African-American person. You would be a little miffed. You wouldn't be fucking pissed off. You'd be a little miffed. Yeah. Now I see why people think I'm mean, because I'm not so reserved as right. most of these Canadians we call. Anyway, so what do we have here? Let's let's pull this back up. So our three top news stories of the week were um, we had Mrs. Cotter, a.k.a. Kelly, mm -hmm. with the, uh, the couple that got engaged at Walmart and went shoplifting at, was it Spencer's? Yes. Yeah, and the guy fell asleep tying his shoes. Mm -hmm. And we had uh, our own choo-choo stew. With the uh, the bastard butcher who was yep. selling uh, uh, pork as beef for over three years. Mm -hmm. And then we had our beloved Cody, who's always contributing on Cave Crew Radio on Facebook, um, about the dick switch, a new form of uh, contraceptive for males. Uh, tough one this week. I personally... Yeah. I think dick switch. Because I'm still trying to think how they'd open my sack and how I'd flip that thing. See, I, w I, I was torn between dick switch and Walmart proposal. That was good, too. <sighs> but that was very good. If um, you're saying, you know, I, I could go either one. So if you're going to say dick switch, I'll go with dick switch. Do you have a coin? Uh, I do. Hold on. All right. So, uh, heads, because it's head, right? Dick switch, head. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Um, and uh, tails, Walmart. Okay. I'm going to flip. Hold on. There we go. It is tails. All right. So, a, uh, the, the story of the week is again a woman. Boys, you got to step up. I mean, Cody was really close on this one, but... But he was right there. It is sex toys, uh, married, uh, engaged couple at Walmart. And you can't beat a $29.62 engagement ring. Uh, engagement ring, yeah, I forgot about that. And falling asleep tying your shoes. And falling asleep tying your shoes. That was a very deep story. It, it, it really was. So now, before we close out here... We have to name the show. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just. 
I'm I'm still hung up on Richard and Bill, you know, the two most kind Canadian landlords <laughs> I have ever met. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that might do it right there. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm going to say, don't get me wrong. I was going to say the tale of Bill, the Nigerian tenant, and sex toys. Okay, you're getting too long here. What did you say? Uh, I was going to say the tale of Bill, the Nigerian tenant, and sex toys. I might be able to fit that. How about just the Nigerian tenant and sex toys? That'll work. And next week, folks, stay tuned. We are going to call Bill. We're calling, we're calling oh, Bill. God. I'm going to have so much fun with these posters, like the Kill Bill, Kill Bill 1, 2, 3. <laughs> it's going to be Call Bill. <laughs> and, and now you got to go to com. This week's show will be up shortly. Yeah. And, and uh, as DK uh, creates the uh, uh, posters, uh, we could utilize the uh, picks a page. Yeah, um, and we're going to have a news page. We're going to start to uh, get all the stories of the week up there. Mm-hmm. There's so much we can do. I mean, it's all going to come. I finally got it figured out, right? Yep. So, but I, I, I'm just, I don't think I'm going to be able to sleep tonight. Because I'm thinking of all the different things we can call Bill about. <laughs> like, all we got to do is pick a story uh-huh. in the news and call Bill. He's going to be like our Guillermo. <laughs> see, as, as, uh, see, since you're a Canadian, I'm sure you, you obviously get news out of Calgary. So we have to we have to kind of get a Calgary specific news. Well, we could, but we I'm sure he's worldly, you know. I'm sure he knows what's going on in the world as well. Like we'll 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 we'll, we'll meet on this. Well, okay. this is going to take some uh, planning. All right. This could be the biggest. No offense to Choo Choo Stew and and Matt Vanderpool and you know the Hick and all those guys, but I think Bill could like steal the show. Well, Hick is saying, call Willie. Call who? Willie. Who's Willie? I don't know. Okay. But that's what that's what Hick is saying. Oh, well, he I, wants I us to call it, call Willie. Show, maybe. Maybe he wants to call him Willie. Well, he's a cheap country. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right, guys. Look, I'm gas for tonight. We had a lot of fun. Um, join us next week with our three top news stories. We're going to call Bill about something. I don't know what. And we still have to find a, a, a home for our Syrian Yeah, refugees. we still have to find a home for our Syrian refugees. <laughs> Excuse me. And their goat. And their goat, that's right. You know, Richard was good about that, too. How the fuck did you get the goat on the plane? <laughs> <laughs> uh Yeah. Enjoy, kids. We'll be back next week. Cave Crew Radio, CaveCrewRadio.com. And guess what? Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Cave Crew Radio. And get that Cave Crew Radio group on Facebook up to 1,000. Add your friends. There you go.
Tell them to click the link. Cheers, brother. Later. Shut up! Shut up! Shut, 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 shut up!